G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. If you've seen a copy of the Vision 180 devotional, on the front cover there's a big US basketballer with a beard named Jeremy Kendall. And uh, he's got a, a great testimony of how God has transformed his life. It's great to have him on the program with us today. G'day, Jeremy. How are you, mate? Thanks, mate. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's great to catch up with you. Now, uh, I know you've been uh, playing with the Brisbane Bullets here in Australia. Tell us a bit about how long you've been in Australia now. So I've been in Australia on and off since 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first stop was in Toowoomba, playing in the Queensland Basketball League. And then I made my way down to Bendigo. Um, then Brisbane and Sydney and back to Brisbane. Very cool, mate. Now, we're going to hear a bit more of your basketball a bit later on, but let's find out a bit of your story. Uh, where were you born and raised in the U.S.? I was born and raised in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Um, it's in uh, southern Indiana, just across the river from Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an awesome place. Yeah, it's, um, I wouldn't say it's a small town, but it's just outside of um, you know a big city, Louisville. So um, it's, it's good. Okay. And did you have a religious upbringing at all? No, I did not. Um, I did not grow up in a um, faith-filled family, a religious background, didn't grow up in a uh, Christian school. Um, so no, I didn't, I didn't have a uh, religious upbringing. And tell us about your faith journey. How did you come to Christ? So when I first I first heard the gospel um, back in 2006. We had a coaching change from my junior to senior season in high school, um, and the new coaching staff brought FCA, which is Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and uh, one of the guys. And um, so yeah, I just uh, got close with him, and he shared the gospel with me, and he kind of mentored me in high school and throughout college, and. Uh, that was really my first, um, I guess, meeting with uh, the gospel really broken down to me. And I wouldn't say I became a reborn Christian then, but that was really my my um, first instance with uh, a bit of faith. And it must have been uh, something that you hadn't really had much background in. Was it, was it a surprise to you to hear this gospel message for the first time, or did you kind of have an understanding of it already? No, I didn't really have any understanding of it, to be honest. Um, I didn't know that, you know, Jesus was the central figure of Christianity. I, I really um, knew absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I mean, uh, Steve Kerberg is his name, and he was him and his family were phenomenal with really just spoon-feeding me and breaking down the gospel and... Um, really um, dissecting it in a way that I was able to understand throughout, you know, throughout my years being around them. And uh, just their love and, and their support of me unconditionally was, was a um, big thing that was a highlight for me. And, and why I came to faith is uh, through all my rebellious ways and running away and not showing up to church for months at a time, you know, they still love me the same. So um, they, they were a huge, huge impact on my life. 
So some people have a instant conversion or some people have a gradual conversion. How did it happen for you? Yeah, I would say that it was it was gradual. Um, you know, once once I heard the gospel, um, and it was a process from there. Um, with with no doubt, you know, having highs and lows, and um, but right before I came to Australia in 2015, I think that's when when I actually um, decided to give my life to Christ, and that's when. Uh, I became a reborn Christian, and that's when things really, really began to change for me. And so, for me, it was, it was a gradual process from you know 2006 until then. Um, but that was the real point where um, you know I, I, I made that change and I made that commitment, and things really started to um, to change for me. Now, Jeremy, tell us a bit about your story. Did you come to faith at a church, or uh, did someone else lead you to the Lord? How, how did you uh, make that decision to follow Jesus? It wasn't at church. Um, I, was, I was really struggling uh, with a with my lifestyle and what I was doing off the basketball court um, with drugs and alcohol and this and that. And um, you know, finally, I just saw the pain that I was causing myself and the people around me and. I uh, just, uh, I just met with my mentor and uh, my pastor at church, and I said, you know, I need help. And again, they they were there for me, and um, I just at that point realized, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the addictions or the 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 mistakes that I had made is the indwelling sin, and that's when I realized, you know, I needed a savior, and you know, that's when I made the decision to. To um, you know, give my life to Christ, and um, and that's when things began, you know, for me, and um, began heading in the right direction, and, and stopped with my with my old ways, and it was still a process of restoration and and all that, but um, that was really the moment um, when when everything changed for me. And tell us about how your lifestyle changed after that. Did everyone notice the difference in you? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely, you know, I went from being completely selfish with my time and with, with everything to um, trying to be as selfless as I could be, you know, and it was just everything was complete opposite. How I invested my time, who and what I invested my time in to um, begin, you know, um, changing how I treated my, my friends and close loved ones. And uh, people definitely saw the change, but, but the thing about it was I, I immediately pretty much went overseas and uh, Australia at that point. So my family and close loved ones really didn't get to see a lot of me after that point, but they definitely noticed the change and through, you know, FaceTiming with them and keeping in touch with them and them, Obviously, following me on social media and whatnot, they they've definitely noticed the change, and um, it's it sparked um, some change in, in some of them. And you know, ever ever since that moment, my my parents have have given their life to Christ, and uh, you know, some close friends that I grew up with have, and uh, they've um, given me some of that credit. So I mean, it's just been an amazing four years since since that point, and um, it's a lot of growth and development, and. Um, you know, it's been awesome.
That's so cool to hear your family and friends coming to Christ as well. That is so awesome. And uh, I know that uh, being a Christian athlete, uh, some people, you know, like to challenge Christians in uh, in sport and and uh, you know, you're all, you're under the spotlight when you're a Christian in, in sport. Well, what's it like for you now that people know you're a Christian? You know, do you do you get uh, challenged? You know, when you get angry at someone, or when you you know you break the rules or something? You know, in the game, do, is it is it harder being under the spotlight as a Christian in sport? Um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's harder. Um, I would say that's you know fair enough. You know, there's a standard on you that maybe isn't place on other people which is fine um i think it's an honor to be under a microscope and i'm as flawed as as flawed can be you know i'm I'm human i make mistakes um but you know with this with this platform that we have through sport through basketball you know um it's just an amazing platform to have i think and when people you know um are intrigued by why I do the things I do or my my purpose and they ask questions that you know I can that can open up you know the faith uh, conversation so I mean it's it's uh it's an honor and um you know the persecution the the doubt the uh the negative comments and this and that it comes with the territory and um you know you just you just have to turn your other cheek and just continue to live out your purpose and, and pray about things and be strong in the Word of God. And, you know, like I said, like this, this platform isn't, isn't for my glory. It's, it's for, God, for God's, and um, it's, it's an honor. Mm. And I know you've been a part of Hillsong Church. Do you get a chance to serve and be involved there, or you just kind of attend? Yeah, so my wife and I, we've, we've, we've served, um, and we're really close with... Um, the lead pastors there, Nick and um, Sarah Caroya. And, um, you know, for us, we don't have immediate family here in Brisbane. You know, she's from Nelson, New Zealand. I'm from, from Indiana. So we don't have any immediate family here. And, you know, Hillsong is our family. They've, they've become our family and uh, they've, they've treated us with, with love and welcomed us with open arms. And, um, you know, that's where we met. My wife and I, we met after service. Um, a couple of years ago, when I was playing for the Bullets, and um, that's where we that's where we got married, and that's that's family to us. So um, you know they've they've been awesome, and we do when we have the opportunities to, uh, we do serve there. And um, I'm also a part of a a ministry called Hoops for Christ that one of my one of my good friends um, founded back in the states, and. Um, it's a, it's a basketball ministry where we use the game of basketball to, to share the gospel and to encourage kids. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, Hillsong's been such a blessing to us. Now, Jeremy, you were sharing about how you came to faith and you then started attending Hillsong Church and you're volunteering there. I'm wondering what you do. Do you uh, hand around the uh, offering bucket and ask people to, you know, slam dunk their offering in? Is that something you do? No. <laughs> we... Um... No, we're we're part of the welcome team. So, yeah. um, you know, whichever service uh we're going to, we we welcome, you know, new Christians and uh we talk to them about their next steps and um you know, what it looks like for them now that they've made a decision to to follow Christ and 
we really just point them in the right direction, get them in um, small groups, and um, yeah, that's 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 part of our part of our responsibility. I'm curious to know: are, are there any Christian basketballers that have been a role model to you? Because I know there's some of the really well-known guys have a faith. Is there any that have really uh, encouraged you over the years? Yeah, I mean, um, like no doubt. Like, I mean, the one that sticks out above all is Steph Curry, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, he's one of the most popular, um, followed, just admired athletes in the world, and hated at the same time. <laughs> and you know, it's um, he's he's been a he's been a blessing for not just myself, but for so many athletes out there. Um, not just basketballers, but Christian Christian athletes in general. Mm. Um, but also guys like uh, you know Pistol Pete Maravich. You know he's one of my favorite basketball players who gave his life to Christ towards the end of his lifetime. And um, you know there's 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 been a number of athletes my age and even younger who are who are um, who are Christians and have of faith and who inspire me and have impacted my life. So it's not just the big famous famous ones, but also just you know your everyday um, you know state league basketball players or guys in the NBL or guys back in college, you know, who are playing in NCAA. There's um, there's tons of people that inspire me daily. Mm, so cool, mate. And I know that uh, I've been following you on Facebook. I saw you announce your wife's pregnant with twins. Congratulations. And uh, you've also been through a, a tough time uh, with some some injury recently. Tell us uh, how you got through that time. Yeah, so, um, yeah, recently I, I tore my ACL and had to um, have surgery on it. So I'm on the mend with that. Um, and, um, yeah, so that's a, that's a, that's a long road recovery. Uh, they usually say about a year, give or take a little bit of time. Um, so I'm currently doing rehab for that. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then, um, you know, my wife, uh, is, is pregnant with twins. Yeah. Uh, they are, they are due, uh, December 2nd. So it's just a, such a, um, an amazing season for us, um, uh, challenges, but also, you know, just, we're just so, so ready for, um, these babies to be born and we're ready to be parents and, such a blessing and um we know that god's hand is is in is in it all so mm. we're excited well i was inspired to see your article in the on the uh, you know your photo on the front page of the vision 180 youth devotional and uh you've been uh, featured in that uh devotional and i know you've got a real heart to encourage young people in their faith uh you know for, for people listening that have never really had a relationship with god would, would you share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do they respond to it yeah, I mean the gospel is is love. You know, God is love, and um, you know the Book of Genesis is it, it states that you know we were made to reflect the image of God. That doesn't mean like height, weight, and facial features, but rather inward character. So we we were created to um, have an intimate relationship with our Creator, and you know what that what that looks like is you know you. you you once you give your life to Christ, once you believe, you know it gives you purpose. 
and you start living for something bigger and better and greater than yourself. And um, once you begin to live with a, you know, a heavenly perspective, an eternal perspective, it just changes things. And um, your relationships with people um, begin to um, make sense and how you treat people. And ultimately, you know, time is the only thing you can't get back in life. So how and, and, and who you invest your time in and what you invest your time changes, you know, because you realize you don't get that time back. And, um, yeah, just I would just ex- explain it as, you know, God loves you so much exactly where you're at, um, no matter your past, no matter your current beliefs, your current circumstances. He is greater than those things um, and that he wants and he desires to have a intimate relationship with you and give you, um, you know, prosperity here on earth and have you live out your purpose. Um, and that God-given purpose is going to give you so much more joy, happiness, and peace than, than any, um, anything you can pursue on your own mm. accord. So, uh, yeah, he loves you where you're at. And I would encourage anybody at this moment, and especially young people, to to really start pursuing and and um, seeking, you know, this this God of the Bible, Jesus, because He is real and He loves you, um, and He He died for you. God bankrupted the heavens, giving us Jesus for you, me, and all of humanity. So uh, it's truly an amazing story. The gospel is, and um, it's changed my life. Awesome, Jeremy. It's been so good to hear you share your faith today, and we pray for recovery for you, uh, quick recovery uh, after the uh, the injury you've been through, and a blessing on your wife. Have a you know, given birth to those beautiful twins shortly. Uh, we pray the Lord will bless you, and uh, that your career will continue to uh, prosper, and you'll be able to reach many people with the good news. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, Matt. I appreciate you. Man. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.